All right, guys, and then you can grab a seat. It is going to be an amazing day today. Um, and two of you are excited about that. Um, if you are a guest today, we have a welcome center at the back. We've got a gift for you and information about the church we'd like you to have to help you get connected. If you're online, you just click on the Connect page and you get the same information minus the gift. Um, uh, tonight, 6 o'clock, is worshiping and waiting. This is, we do these, I don't know, maybe every six weeks or so, but it is, it's about the new wineskin that God is raising up. There is a new wineskin that is going to be less us and more God. <laughs> and we're, we're, we're building, a, a, we're going into the land. We're going into the fullness of what God wants for us here. And if you have never been to one of these, um, I really encourage you to come out and to experience. Um, it, it's, it's, it's not about these services. It's about really a lifestyle of worshiping and waiting, but we practice. And so tonight at 6 o'clock, it's going to be amazing. Um, last thing, I wrote a book called The Key, and I dedicated it to young people, sons and daughters that God's going to pour out his spirit, and they will prophesy, and it's a, it's a fictional book, it's a supernatural thriller, it's a political thriller. I've got a free copy out on that table for everybody from sixth grade to just graduated from high school, and so make sure you stop by, one, one copy per family, please, but... Um, we're, I want you to have that book. All right, guys, let's welcome Pastor Derek. All right, I'm going to have the team come on up. All the teens come up and line up. Uh, we had an amazing, fantastic week at camp. How many parents enjoyed your vacation? Okay, you owe me. Um, However that looks. So we're going to line up. These guys are going to be the, the message this morning. I don't want to take a whole lot of time, but um, we believe in these things. Um, we, we teach and preach and talk about having an encounter with God. That's an encounter with God that changes lives. And how many know that God can do more in 30 seconds than we can do in a lifetime? And uh, the presence of God, you're going you're gonna to hear, um, that was powerful it was amazing, the miracles, the testimonies. Um, and so they're going to share their stories. Wow, this is awesome. We had 76 kids come this last week. And I tell you, we always come with these high expectations, and God just kind of laughs and says, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> his ways are higher, bigger, and more amazing. So um, we're just going to pray, and then we're going to... We're going to start off. Father, thank you for the things that you're doing. God, stir us up through their testimony. And uh, God, that open our eyes to see you and the things that you're doing and you want to do in each one of us in your name. Amen. All right. She thought she was last. So totally confused her. Hi, my name is Anna. I went into camp very anxious. I was worried about anxiety attacks since a lot of the situations at camp could cause them. A lot of times when I have higher levels of anxiety, I tend to turn to self-harm as a means of release. 
That is the situation I found myself in Monday night. The day had been full of anxiety, and during the evening session, I had an urge to self-harm. Out of all the times I had felt that way, this was ten times stronger. I spent the first half of the service trying to overcome that urge on my own. After a while, my friend came to me and asked me what was wrong. I almost didn't tell her, but something nudged me too. After a while, she held... After a while, I decided to tell her, and she held me while I cried and told her everything. The more I cried and released the pent-up anxiety, the less urge I had to self-harm. After a while, the urge left entirely, and I was flooded with peace. I didn't have that urge or an anxiety attack the rest of camp. Hi, my name is Camila. Um... So I had been wanting to go to one of these youth group Christian getaways um, before I got too old to attend. Uh, When the sign-up sheet came up, I signed it right away. Um, A month before the camp started, I found out that my summer calculus class was going to start the same week. So I tried to get it done. didn't work out, but um, I ended up getting all the assignments done while on camp, while still having fun with friends. So that was like a miracle in itself. Um, But my testimony is that um, a part of my faith has been healed, a part that I couldn't have healed on my own by praying. Um, I was able to witness so many of other people's testimonies that it's brought something new in me and a new strength in my faith that I never knew I could have had. Hi, um, I'm Gabe. So, throughout my most recent years as a Christian, uh, I've been trying to look for some proof of God. And it's not for my own belief in God, it's so that I can tell people about God and tell them that he really exists. And uh, I heard about this camp and that there would be an anointment and that crazy occurrences could happen at the anointment. I had my doubts, but I wanted to come. On the night of the anointment, I was scared of what was going to happen, but when I saw it was happening, I was in awe. After prayer and anointment, people were falling down, some laughing and some crying. After I was anointed, I was just, I just felt the peace of God flow through my body, and after that, I just knew that I had all the proof I had needed. Hi, my name is Thaddeus, and before camp, I was just feeling normal, you could say, and I wasn't really wanting for God much, and the first night, I didn't really feel anything, but the second and third night, I got touched by God. The second night, I couldn't sleep, and my friend Andrew couldn't either, so at one in the morning, we went out on the porch and talked for like an hour. We talked about a lot of things, but what impacted me the most, that was I was able to talk about my past and not feel judged. I told him things that I didn't think I'd ever tell anyone or wanted to tell anyone. That lifted a huge weight off my heart that I thought would never leave me. And the third night, I got anointed by Tom, which also touched me a lot. Now I am wanting God more and very grateful for all my friends from camp and the new ones I made at camp. Thank you, Angie, for listening, and thank you, God, for healing. Hi, my name is Kieran, and I'm here to tell you about my experience at camp. The first two nights, I didn't really feel much, but on Tuesday night, I was prayed for by Pastor Derek, and in about 30 seconds, I felt. 
For probably 10 minutes, I just sat there in God's presence. There is no doubt in my mind that I was touched by God, and I will remember that moment for the rest of my life. That is my testimony. Hi, my name is Derek. It started at camp. I didn't know many people, and and I was really shy. I had a big wall of fear and anger. When I went up for the anointing, I prayed beforehand that it that I wouldn't feel the need to fight fear and anger and would let Jesus do it for me instead. That um this is when I yeah, felt my body freeze up and I couldn't boot or open my eyes at all. Before I wasn't comfortable crying because I was afraid of what my friends thought or if I would look foolish. So I used anger that the wall fell down during the bat anointing. Now I now I know I can cry without being fearful because Jesus let me know it is okay to cry. Hi, my name is Savannah. So before camp, I was feeling like my relationship with God wasn't changing. I wasn't drifting away, but I wasn't getting closer to him either. Um, I also didn't really have friends I could talk about God to. But when I came to this camp, I met people that I could talk about God to, and I felt like I belonged. A couple days there, I got anointed, and that's when I really felt God. Um, right when I got prayed for, um, a weight was, like, pulling me back. Um, at first, I was hesitating, but then um, I sat down and went on the ground. And um, when I let um, myself just be with God, it really um, felt good and amazing. And I've never felt God as much as that night. And a few nights later, after I got anointed, um, I was worshiping, and I got this vision. In the chapel at the camp, um, an angel was there walking um, through the um, aisles and all around and healing people. So I went up and told everyone, and I don't know for sure, but um, I think people got healed that night, so that's really cool. And now I definitely feel closer to God, so... Hi, my name is Patience, and I wanted to share my experience at camp. Before I came, I was living in an anxiety-filled, depressed world, and in my heart, I didn't even want to come here. Before camp, I didn't have a strong connection with God. I thought if God 
if I came, God would know me and I would know him again. When I got anointed on the fourth night, I went to see what God would do, not knowing God had a surprise for me. After I got anointed and prayed for, I fell to the ground crying. A huge burden I've been carrying for years has been lifted off my back. Hi, I'm Rebecca. And before I went to camp, I'd hit a dull spot in my relationship with God. I was reading my Bible, going to youth group, but I wasn't growing my faith at all. At first, I didn't know if I was going to get to go, but when my parents found out I actually did want to go, they said yes. Um, I had just wanted to be with my Christian friends. I didn't think about the fact that I could grow in my faith at all. Um, But the most important thing that happened was I was touched by God. I got anointed on Tuesday night, and the second the oil touched my head, I fell to the ground. At first, I thought I might be faking it and that I had just let myself fall, but it wasn't actually happening. But I couldn't get up. Only my feet and hands could move. Uh, I couldn't stop laughing, and whenever I tried to move my head, I would just laugh even more. And I couldn't get up until over an hour later. Um, And all the stress and anxiety from the year uh, from online learning and the pandemic had been lifted off my shoulders. I felt more joy than I have in a really, really long time. I had become fascinated by God, but I still want more of him. And I've never had so much faith in him in my life. Hi, my name is Abby. Before I came to this camp, I was doubting if I should come. I always had a relationship with God, and I gave my heart to him when I was seven. Even though I had that relationship, I didn't feel like it was very strong, and I had an issue with wondering what everyone else would think of me. On the third night of camp, I went up to be anointed because I wanted more of God. I have never been an emotional person, but when the Holy Spirit touched me, I started crying, and I didn't care what others thought. I heard Jesus tell me he loved me, and my one thought was that I love him. It was amazing. Hi, my name is Maisie. At the beginning of the week, I was dealing with night terrors, pride, and the feeling of abandonment. And and Tuesday night, we had healing night, and we got anointed, and we were all on the floor, and I was crying, laughing, wheezing, and hyperventilating and it felt like a 90 pound bird just flew away and I had a and I also had a bad ankle and when I got up it did not hurt and after that week I have been a better person hi I'm Caroline before I came to camp I hadn't been spending much time with God I knew I needed to but I spent my time doing other things. When the idea of camp came up, I was really excited to go. Then on Tuesday night, when I got anointed, I really felt God's presence again, and I found something that didn't make me feel alone. Now I want to spend more time with him. Hi, my name's Cyan. Um, 
So before I went to Expedition Unlimited, I didn't really believe much in God. And I was struggling with a lot of things like family and the loss of my best friend. Um, but on day three, um, I did the uh, anointment thing and I could <laughs> feel um, I could feel God touch me and after he did I didn't feel the pain of losing my friends or anyone or the worry of my family I was just relaxed thank you <laughs> I'm Carissa um this is low-key long. Through the struggles of depression, anxiety, BPD, assault, and addiction, I lost myself in my relationship with God. My hurt turned into anger, and the only way I knew how to cope with it was through drugs, partying, and lust. Instant happiness, but also temporary happiness, and when I didn't have that, my thoughts would take over, and I'd feel all the motions at once, but completely empty at the same time. The first day at camp was hard for me because I didn't have access to that anymore. My mom ended up driving to the retreat that night to take me home, but after the love I was shown from my cabin while I was at my worst, I decided to stay. The second day wasn't much easier, but after going up for prayer, I felt a huge weight being lifted off and a void being filled. The rest of the week, I had no urge to do those things and felt true joy for the first time in a long time. Three times I've had this vision. It was of Jesus and Satan having a snowball fight. I was stuck under the snow with the enemy standing on top trying to fight him off, but Jesus won and pulled me out. He took me to a valley and said, let me show you what life can be like if you follow me. This time, while I was being anointed, it was only the part where he was pulling me out of the snow and showing me the valley. As I had this vision, my body and mind was filled with peace. Events from the camp opened my eyes to how God really does work in everything for good, even if I couldn't see it before. So, hi, my name is Alexa, and um, before I went to Fascinate Youth Camp, I always felt like I didn't really matter, and that like if I just disappeared, no one would really care, because um, everyone had someone, and I was always there for everyone, but no one was like really there for me, and so if I just kind of left, no one would really care. And um, with that, I always felt really stupid, and that like academically, I always failed at everything, um, and that I was too stupid to go to school or be alive or have friends and it just really impacted like everything that I thought about myself and um, it was on Wednesday night that I got pray- prayed for and every single time I got prayed for at least three times and every time I had a vision and I, uh, I felt each prayer had was, telling, was God telling me that I'm a warrior for God and that I am intelligent, maybe not academically, but in problem solving for the world, and which helped me pursue uh, my Dream for Apricus project, which is a group to help women and children in sexual exploitation. And um, it was on Thursday night that I got a vision from God, and it was um, two other people's visions combined. And I was sitting in a field with Jesus, and I was having a picnic with him. And he was talking about how he loves all his children so much. 
Sorry. Yeah, I know he loves his family, and these thousands and thousands of children come up to us, and they ask if they can eat lunch with us because they've been rejected from others. And we tell them yes, and they sit down, and it was, and the carpet just expands for miles and miles and miles, and it was all the unborn and aborted children. And I just knew that it was my job to be a protector for them and for the women that have been sexually exploited and to be a warrior for God. Yeah, come on. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Katie. Um, I have... Sorry. Um, I've been a part of City Church for four years now, and the youth group here has really become my family. They've been my family even after I lost my friends about a year ago. I've been dealing with a lot over the past few months, from leaving for school in the fall, to home issues, to no friends, and the biggest struggle being lust. I'd lost a lot of respect for my body and wasn't making smart decisions. God has been convicting me of this for months now, but it really came to light when I got on this Expeditions Unlimited trip. On the first night we got there, Sunday, the message was about cleaning out the basement and digging deep about our problems that have been rooted in us for months. That was the first conviction from God on this trip. I needed to tell someone that I had been in lust and was struggling for almost a year. I had a huge heart-to-heart with one of our amazing leaders, Joanna. I'd felt drawn to her for months before this trip, but our talk and that night truly confirmed why I was so invested and interested in her. It was amazing, but I still felt convicted to tell someone else. On Tuesday night, we had the Holy Spirit night, and I broke down. I needed to tell the person that meant the world to me, Pastor Derek. PD is a father figure in my life, and I knew if I didn't tell him about my struggle with lust, I wouldn't be able to be free. With much fear that he wouldn't love me anymore or would have judgment towards me, I took a leap of faith and told him. Boy, was I wrong. He reassured me that he would def- he would always love me and that my sins didn't define me as a person. I'm so glad I took the step to tell him. Now I have someone holding me accountable for my actions and making sure I stay on the straight and narrow. My heart had been clenching and squeezing for two days straight before I had told him. But once I told him, my heart was calm and didn't hurt the rest of the week. I was finally free. Hi, my name is Megan. I've been a Christian my whole life. I've always gone to city church on Sundays, participated in youth group in Awana, and helped in the nursery rooms. I always thought that that was enough to secure a strong relationship with God, but last October showed me otherwise. Last October, I went to I Must. I Must was one of my first real experiences with City Church's youth group. That experience changed my life, and my relationship with God was closer than ever. I was going strong and growing closer to God until May of this year. May hit, and I was at a very low place because of a bad friend situation and a busy schedule. I filled my life up with sports and friends and work, and didn't spend more than a few minutes with God per day. My relationship with God was not strong and was only at a bare minimum of what it could be. Because of my experience at I Must, I knew camp was going to be amazing, and it did not disappoint. At camp on Tuesday morning, Tom asked the leaders to pray for prophetic words. Derek's word was about eliminating distractions that were causing a weak, small relationship with God, basically exactly what I needed to hear. 
I realized that I'd been filling my life with things and forgot to spend time with God. Another night that stood out to me was the Holy Spirit night. Tom prayed for me, and I fell over and felt like I was sinking into the floor. While I was on the floor, I felt so at peace, like I didn't have to worry about anything except God. I felt a weight lifted off my shoulders and felt free again. This camp experience has taught me how important having intimacy with God is, especially in today's world. You have to stay strong in your faith, otherwise you'll slip away from God. And with the major influence of social media and other things like that, it's so easy to go along with the crowd. Tom had said in one of his messages during camp, we need to be anointed in God and not respected by people. We need to live for God and not for people. I'm so incredibly thankful for this experience and all the amazing people I got to spend time with. Looking forward to next year. Hello, my name is Cheyenne, and over the past week, I had the pleasure of going to Expeditions Unlimited. As you've already heard, the Holy Spirit was at work. Before I share what happened to me this week, I'm going to share something about my past. For pretty much my whole life, I've struggled with keeping a consistent schedule for my daily life. It sounds really simple. It doesn't seem like it could really affect a person, but that's not the case for me. When I finally figure out what I want my day to look like and I create a plan, I stick to the plan for tops two weeks. Then something happens and the schedule gets disrupted and I give it up. This also includes having a dedicated time with God. I go strong for one, maybe two weeks, and then just like that, I give it up. After I failed once again and I'm living without a routine, I feel so guilty and frustrated that I would just keep living like this. Now, fast forward to last week, Tuesday. It was the Holy Spirit night. Pastor Tom invited all who wanted to be prayed for to come forward. When Pastor Tom got to me, he anointed me and started praying. Some of the first words out of his mouth were along the lines of, I know you struggle with spending time with God and you go on and off with him, but God is never turning off and he's never going to stop loving you. Obviously, I had never told Pastor Tom about my struggles, but the Holy Spirit did. He also continued to say that God was preparing me, and he was asking if I was ready for the adventure, his adventure. After a few more words of prayer, I felt a heaviness that I had never felt before come over me. Before then, I had been very skeptical of this very thing of being slain in the Spirit. How could someone fall to the ground with heaviness and not be able to get up? How does the, whole, does the Holy Spirit actually work like that? The answer is yes. <laughs> My body felt like when you're underwater. There's a heaviness that engulfed me, and I felt like I was being cradled. After a good 30 minutes, I was able to unstick myself from the floor. It was then that I was able to pray for some of the girls near me. For one of them, I also had a vision that I was able to share with her. Lastly, on Thursday night, I had another vision. I was one of the ones that um, Alexa mentioned. So I received um, the vision during the song, Reckless Love. The line being sung was, before I spoke a word, you were singing over me. The picture was of mothers cradling their newborn babies. And above, there was a man dressed in white with arms stretched out wide, and he was singing. Around his feet danced a bunch of children. Those children were the babies that were either aborted or lost in miscarriages. I was not the only one. Again, there was one more that had a vision like this. To say the least, God was at work this week. For me, he gave me hope that it doesn't matter if I mess up time and time again because he's still there. I also don't 
fully know what the three visions about the children meant, but I think there's serious significance behind it. I'm extremely grateful that I was able to go to this camp and have God work in, the, in my life and the lives of those around me. Hi, my name is Lauren. Um, so about a month ago, I was working outside, um, and I cut the palm of my hand. Uh, for the next few weeks, it wouldn't close up, and it was still in a lot of pain. And we were doing different sessions um, one morning at camp, and I went to a healing one to pray for others and to learn how to pray for others, not knowing that I would get healed too. Um, so I prayed for my friend, and once I took my hand off of her back, my hand went from like, like it was an open wound and it was painful to fully closed um, and pain-free, and it was healed. Um, I praise God for this because he's a miracle-giving healer. Um, it is crazy that he can do these things, and he is such an amazing God. I will have so much more faith after this experience and such a better relationship with my best friend, Jesus Christ, because of how I've seen God do so many things this week as well as my hand. Hello, my name is Liberty Boynton. I've been a member of City Church for less than a year, and it has been life-changing. I had some doubts at camp if God was really there or not. I know God was with me, but did he actually walk with me daily? On Wednesday morning, I broke my glasses and was unable to wear them for the rest of camp. And that day, there was an anointing service. During the day, my confidence grew that God was in the chapel room because the worship was amazing, and I could see the worship words without glasses. I had put my hands in front of me and started asking him what he had planned for my life. Then I had gotten an answer. It was to get anointed. Once I had gotten anointed, I was on the floor for what felt like five minutes. Then I had asked him to show me what was next. Then I had gotten no response, so I went back to my seat, and about two seconds later, I had a vision of God kneeling and praying in front of my friend Nessa and Carissa. And I didn't know what that meant, but then God had told me that I had to tell Nessa to pray over her best friend, Carissa, who was in front of her. And that is my testimony, and all I can say is praise God for the ways he can work through others and through ourselves to make miracles happen. Hi, my name is Ana E, and um, before I went to the camp, I was um, drifting away from God, and I felt emotionally numb with anything. Um, I got angry very easily, and um, I grew distrust and um, fear very easily, 
And um, when I went to the, uh, when I went to the camp, I never missed an opportunity to get prayed for. Um, I got anointed on the Wednesday, and um, after maybe that night, I got a vision in my sleep. It was um, a vision of me, like a younger version of me, sitting in front of God. Oh, geez, what happened over there? Uh, <laughs> and then I, um, I was, it was like a younger version of me sitting in front of Jesus, and then Jesus was trying to tell younger me something, but I was just not listening. I was not really doing anything to try to listen. I wasn't really focusing, and um, and the scenery, it was a really nice, beautiful meadow that was filled with abundance of flowers and trees, and it was really pretty. Um, but around that was like a wall of just darkness, and younger me went right up and ran right towards it, like tried to ram through it, and she broke through. And so then I went in front where younger me was, and I tried to see what he was trying to say. And after a while of me trying my hardest to try to listen to him, I finally heard some words. He told me not to fall for the trap that humanity has set for me and to try to break through it. And I see that as a sign um, to let not hardships, that I, the hardships that I was going through or hardships that I will probably go through in the future to not stop me from doing what I need to. And for me, just to be myself and stop trying to get some get somebody else's recognition. Hi, my name is Brady, and when I um, came to this camp, I was hoping that. I would be touched by God in some way because I've been to previous camps before where I've seen similar things like this where God has just moved within the place and has knocked people to the floor. And he's done that for me also. So I came here hoping that God could touch me in some way because there was a lot that was on my mind that I was dealing with at the time. And Tuesday night came around and that was the big night where God was on the move. And I was getting there was some sort of worry within me as if asking, will God touch me? And it was really led by this, like, spirit of, like, condemnation or guilt that was over me. But Joe came over, he prayed for me, and I fell straight to the floor. And I was down there, and I didn't really feel anything. I tried to get up, and I couldn't. But all I did was I put my elbow on the floor, pushed up on it, and I was back up standing. And I was like, God, what was that? Like, why didn't you... I don't feel changed. And so I started walking to the back of the room. I wasn't sure what had just happened. And my friend Andrew, he comes up and asks me, well, how'd it go? And um, I, t I tell him everything, and I tell him everything that was going on in my mind and what was happening. And he just told me this. He said, well, last time God hit you, he hit you like with like this bus filled with like bricks and like cement and he hit you hard but what if tonight was just like a preparation night for when God would hit you harder and honestly from the rest of the night I kind of 
it, it changed my perspective on how I looked on things. Because I was, I was starting to look around. I saw all sorts of people getting knocked to the ground. I saw people that I w- was praying for all week go up and get prayer and experience God in a whole new way. And it was just amazing to see God on the move that night and to see him touch so many people. I was able to pray for people that night, and it was just awesome. <laughs> Hi, my name is Levi. Before I came to the youth camp this last week, I was struggling with some things that affected how I thought and acted, and it separated me from God. Also, during worship at youth group and church, I often hid myself in the crowd. When I did worship, I felt empty and distant from God. But after I was prayed for on Tuesday night at camp, something clicked. I noticed the change when I went up to worship the next night during a session. All of a sudden, I felt extremely happy. I was filled with the presence of God, and the former thoughts and temptations I had were gone. On top of that, I had an amazing time and made some amazing friends. It was awesome at camp, and many people were touched by God. Hey, my name is Evie. Um, I added some more just a moment ago before I came on this stage. I had been attacked. The devil saw that I had a relationship with God, and he tried to tear me down. A wave of body insecurity came to me, but deep down, God was telling me that it wasn't true. What is amazing is that the devil is trying to stop Jesus from working through us because we scare him. God scares him. That's what, that's what gives us power against him. We won't let the devil tear us down because deep down we know his lies are not true. Um, when I came to camp, I had no plans of being so close to God. But first, come first session, my feet carried me against my will to the front, and I realized, yeah. (laughs) Um, where was I? What I had been missing recently. I had hate, self-pity, and pride that crawled up inside of me and taken me over. My anger at the world, at all the discrimination and people tearing each other down. But what I hadn't realized is that my anger and hate towards those people were only making me just as bad as they were. I'm so sorry, guys. I have brutal honesty. I may have just called you guys out, some of you. Um, So first night, I cried an ocean, took deep breaths, everyone letting go of a little bit of hate, a little bit of pride, a little bit of conflict. I begged God to wash out my hate and guide me down a healthier path, and he did. Some of that pain and conflict is still inside of me, but God is there, filling the hole where I need him. I don't want to hate him anymore. I don't want to fight alone. I want him by my side. It's like I have a tattoo on my foot that says he walks with me, and on the other, he fights my battles. Um, I am only human, and that is very humbling. I need God. He is truly everything I will ever want, everything I will ever need. Um, Secondly, I just want to thank God for the miracles he has done and will do. The little things and the big things. He promised, as I must, through the Holy Spirit, that uh, that my mom was going to be okay. That was last October, by the way. Um... Her addiction was so bad that year that she had been in and out of rehabilitation two times. But, but thank you, God, because now, June 27, 
2021. She is nine months sober, or 10. Actually, she just told me 10. No, she hasn't been perfect, and I have trauma from that, but I still need her. If it had not been for his miracle, she would be in such a worse place right now. Another miracle is that uh, three days before camp, my friend's my friend almost got in a deadly car crash. She told me that they hit a deer and were tumbling down towards the ditch. But thank God those wheels didn't keep cascading because then my friend would be, wouldn't be safe. She would be injured badly or worse. Hey guys, uh, so my name is James. Um, uh, originally I went to once I heard about Fascinate, I'm just like, I have to do this. I want to go. Um, and because at I Must, I went to that. That was amazing. Um, so I expected great things to happen uh, at Fascinate. And I was blown away with what happened. Um, during one of the, during Tuesday night uh, session, when we got prayed over and fell, and people were falling over, uh, so I was like, I went right up because I knew that I needed this. Um, once I fell down, I didn't feel anything. And uh, so I laid there for a little bit, and then I started to feel the presence of God hitting me in waves. And I, had a, and I began to see that I was in a garden, uh, and there were little children playing around me, uh, splashing in the fountain, splashing water on me. And... Uh, I started to, I knew somebody was walking up behind me, and it was Jesus, and I turned around and he, uh, started at, he started to ask me to love my children, love my children, over and over again. Uh, at first I didn't uh, understand what that meant, until Wednesday night when people were giving their testimonies, uh, in which I had another vision that I was in a uh, giant field, and there were tens of thousands of children playing around me, dancing, singing, laughing, and they were just all playing around me in joy. And it finally hit me that these were all the children that were aborted and lost through miscarriages. And um, so that's what it meant by love my children. There was another vision that I had. Um, I wasn't sure during first service whether or not I should share this, but now I'm positive. Uh, at one point, I was sitting on the floor crying, and I had a vision that all these children were surrounding me on every side, and they began to put their hands on me, and I could feel my whole body just heat up, and these children were thousands upon thousands of rings around me, and they all started singing this one clear note, and they, as they sang that, they tipped their heads up, and beacons just came up from their mouths. And I was overwhelmed by the presence of God at that time. And uh, one thing that, was, that I was also unsure was, uh, love my children, was uh, I knew that God wanted me to love the unborn babies, um, but I was reluctant to love the orphans and the lost 
or left alone in the abandoned because I'm thinking to myself, I can't do that. Um, but I always felt that, like, I should uh, love them. Uh, but then I had confirmation after first service. My dad came up to me, and he said to me that not only the, or not only the aborted and miscarriaged are the ones that I'm being called to love, but the orphaned and the abandoned and the unwanted. And so, yeah, I, that's... So, yeah. It's great to have testimonies from, from the youth. Uh, Andrew was mentioned a couple times with the youth, and Andrew was not able to attend, but he sent me his testimony. So I have the privilege of sharing Andrew's testimony. Hi, my name is Andrew. When I got to this camp, I felt very far from God. I felt like my relationship with God was holding on by just a mere thread. I knew I had to solve this, so on the first night of camp, I jumped on the opportunity to be prayed for. After I was prayed for, it felt like a huge wave of love and God's presence washed over me, and I felt ready to be on fire for God again. So the first thing I thought was that I would do something amazing, like heal somebody or do some amazing miracles. But God had other ideas. He calmed me down and just had me relax and soak in his presence for a few services. This really took my relationship with God to a new level that it had never reached before. I knew this was the relationship I needed to uphold if I wanted to do great things in God's name, and I finally understood why he had me do that. So now Tuesday night came, and we were doing the anointing of the Holy Spirit night. Now I knew that this night was going to be great, and that no one should miss out on the amazing experience I knew could change the life of someone in mere minutes. So, when the time of prayer came, I rushed up to the front and was prayed for. I felt almost immediately after being touched, and as I lay on the ground, I could not stop laughing. I felt so joyful, it was unexplainable. I also could not move my feet for while no matter what I, no matter what I did, I couldn't move. It was after my encounter with God on the ground that I knew it was time to help others. So I got up and I walked around. I closed my eyes and when I opened them, I would be looking at someone I more or less knew. So I'd walk up to them and ask if they had gone up. If they hadn't gone up, yet I would convince them it was worth it and they wouldn't regret it. And if they had gone up, I would ask them how it was. Now every single person I asked said, great, but they had one thing on their mind. This was sometimes a doubt and sometimes a question. And if I was honest, a lot of the time, I hardly heard half the things they were, part two, (laughs) saying. But I still somehow had answers they needed, which I believe was God's knowledge and wisdom, not mine. Now, before this camp, I had always wondered what my place in the church was. 
I felt like I felt like I was kind of sitting there without a part. But God made it clear that night what my part was. Throughout the rest of the night, so many people thanked me for what I had done and for my advice. And they just told me how they could always trust me as a mentor, leader, and friend. And I had never realized how much what I said meant to people and how much of an impact I made. And it felt great to, be, to know that. And that was when I knew I was meant to be someone who came alongside people and guided them, sort of like a wingman or just a friend with the right words to say. So I just want to say thank you to all my friends out there who have helped me find where I belong. It makes me more, it means more to me than you'll ever, ever know. All right, I'll be reading Amber's testimony. So it says, hello, my name is Amber. On Tuesday night, we had a Holy Spirit night where we got anointed. Earlier that morning, I was struggling with thoughts like, why would God want me? I'm just a sinner. Doubting why God wanted me. I went up and got prayed for by Pastor Derek. And he told me right before I fell, I don't need to change, that I'm good enough. That was one of the big things God did for me to help me on the trip. The one other um, I want to share started a few weeks ago. It was like a second to last chapel of the school year, and Pastor Joe prayed for me. He told me that he saw a fiery flower and that I was going to be a leader or something like that. Then on Tuesday, one of the other things that Pastor Derek told me while he was praying was that he saw me as a flower blowing in the breeze. Then I also got prayed for by Pastor Tom on Tuesday night, and he told me that I was like a flower. He said the cool thing about flowers is they just grow. Sun and rain come, and they grow. After this, I was I told him that Pastor Joe and Tarek said and told him I didn't understand why people kept getting visions of me and as flowers. And he told me that when flowers blow in the breeze, they carry a fragrance and beauty for everyone to see. He also said again about flowers growing, that on Thursday night I realized God wanted me to get out of this. I realized that I needed to surrender fully to God to be able to allow him to help me grow and share with other people. Okay, hi. I'm going to read uh, Natalie's. Hey, my name is Natalie. My life changed long before I came to camp. At camp, I met people who loved and supported me. My birth mom was an alcoholic, so social services took me away when I was four years old. She was in, the, in Ukraine. In 2016, my real mom and dad adopted me and loved me unconditionally. It was a difficult, long process, but they didn't give up. They chose me. I have lived feeling unworthy of their love or anyone's love. I came to Pastor Tom with my parents last month, and he explained God's love to me. God loves me and wants me. At the camp, the love of the community and the worship in God's presence has made it easier for me to forgive the past. 
God is healing me, and my past can no longer hurt me. I want to thank you, my real parents, for adopting me in my drama and loving me no matter what. Thank all of you guys for loving and accepting me. I'm going to read Lucas's, um, but before I do, I just want to say thank you, City Church family. <clears throat> because, because of Orange and your help, your prayers, and your financial, many of these kids got to go that wouldn't have been able to go. So thank you for being a part of uh, this whole thing. This is, we're family. And I'm going to read Lucas's because he says it so well. First of all, I want to say thank you to my City Church family. I love you. Together we are a family a community, but the most powerful thing we are is a spiritual army. Before Expeditions Unlimited camp, I was lost. I wasn't Lucas. I lost my soul, my happiness, my life. I lost myself and my connection with God. Before camp, obstacles in my life dimmed my faith. Seven years of fighting leukemia, my uncle dying, being trapped by COVID, my parents getting a divorce, and then my dad dating and inviting my best friend's mom to come live with us. All these things made me lose myself. But this camp was a way for God to take, my, take me back to his love. Being around fr friends that I've known my whole life, being in God's presence and getting prayed for healed me. I felt that I was Lucas again. I was happy, confident, and encouraged. I haven't felt like this in almost two years. So I just want to say, thank you, City Church. I love all of you. My name is Tom. <laughs> I experienced the love and healing of a community last week. Even though I'm much older and have a very different background, these young people didn't just respect me, they loved and encouraged me. On the Holy Spirit night, they trusted me and Derek and Joe. My experience that night was pure glory. I got to feel the glory he was touching each one with. The young people were so courageous. They let God touch them and didn't care what it looked like. It was a Holy Spirit hospital where burdens were lifted, visions were seen, and others just felt a deep sense that God is real and that they were not alone. Passion for Jesus and worship increased every night as more and more came up front to worship. Like Samuel, getting as close to the ark as they could, choosing the presence of God as their truest home. What a privilege and joy to spend five days with such wonderful young people. All right, I'm going to have all the young people come down and be our prayer team. Um, I'm going to ask the worship team to come on back up. Um, you guys can all stand. So this is what, what Revelation 19.10 says. It says, the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And all that means is, is that when somebody gives a testimony of what Jesus' power and love did in their, in, in their life, 
the very power that accomplished that is a prophecy to other people that need the same stuff. That, that God, God multiplies grace through testimony. I, I talked to some people that got healed of some things. And there was one lady that had two miscarriages, and she said, God healed the trauma of that this morning when she got prayed for by the, the young people. And so we're going to go into worship, and these guys are just going to be available and to pray for you. And I want to encourage you, if there was anything that was mentioned that, oh, that's me. <laughs> that, that's, that's my brokenness. Would you, it would really honor us if you, if you would come and let the glory that was poured out on them pour into you. Can we, we, we pray and um, we will go into worship. We're at 1225 right now. I will not come back up and do a, a dismissal. So you'll be dismissed whenever you go. But we're going we're gonna to bring the lights down a little and let, this, and let the sanctuary be a place of worship and ministry. And so if you want to chat, it would, be, it would be better to go out. Lord, thank you for these young people. This was the best sermon I've ever heard. Lord, because of their courageous sharing of not just the good things you did, but the darkness they were in, you have connected with many, many stories that are in this room right now. And Lord, you are waiting to touch. You are waiting to heal. You are waiting to rush into our trauma and bring healing. Father, I pray in Jesus' name that we would, that everything you want to do in this place would be done before we leave. Lord, bless us, and then make us a blessing, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.